Hey guys, welcome back to the Life in the Fast Lane podcast. I'm your host, Nick Carlson, with my CTO, the Chief Talking Officer, Mr. Kyle Parks. How are we today? I'm telling you, I need a plaque. You need a plaque? We're <laughs> going to get you a plaque and a shirt and a hat. Oh, I am so going to wrap the shit out of it going across the, the shop. That'll be great. One of those hats you get with the little leather patch on the top. We can do that. I'll wear that everywhere. So speaking of the hats, so I'm actually, I'm, I'm, very hardworking on very hardworking working very hard there you go here it comes um we're just firing off to, for today on this awesome awesome life in the fast lane podcast uh i'm trying to get some merch together um i've been asked a million times i'm actually having like creating a little merch like uh coat hanger rack in my office so i can have a whole bunch of stuff sitting there so oh, i can cool. figure out what i want i want to have like a shelf on top so it's gonna have a place to put like hats and little things to for people to purchase i'm trying i, I really want to do like a um like a giveaway, uh, sweepstakes sort of thing. Like we can put up a, a Cartmate Pro uh, with whatever hitch you need as a as a, the the winning item. Oh, I was going to talk to you about something about that. Yeah, so because I would. So I was thinking about like I would purchase a dual pod just to throw in it. Yeah, I use my money. I'll put it in and then just have it as a okay part of the podcast. Yeah, we can do like a okay. So we want some feedback, everybody. If if we put together a a just giveaway of our products, and the only thing you need to do is enter is to buy a water bottle, buy a shirt, buy a hat, buy a hoodie, that sort of stuff. Um, I would love to get your feedback on that. It sounds like the team here already likes it. Yeah, I do. All right, so that that's enough for me. Um, I can get that going. Um, there's just a lot of fun things we just have in the pipeline that we want to get done. It's just a matter of getting the time set aside to, you know, make it all happen. So anyway, guys, we're going to jump into today's podcast. Mr. CTO, what do we have on the list today? We got a couple of things, but let's start off. How are you doing today, Nick? I'm good. We just got done eating some yummy lunch. Um, my head is in a good spot. I've had a, a few things lifted off of me the last, I don't know, a couple hours, which has been fantastic. I've got a lot of really good news. We got uh, one of our products just got taken on by um, one of our vendors, which is super awesome and uh, going to love that. We uh, we're actually decided that we're going to be putting together a black, like <clears throat> mid, <clears throat> excuse me, mid-November um like Black Friday deal that we're going to fire off here in the next week or two. Cool. Um, so that's going to be awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. I also have um, a Carlson coaching uh, program that we're putting together. I don't even know if you've seen this yet. Or I not. haven't. So I've been working with my wife. She's been the one putting it together. And um, if you go to the website, you can actually um, jump on and purchase time with me to sit down and I will help go through any kind of um, – any kind of calls, any kind of information you're looking for, there's a whole uh, calendar on That's the website. Awesome. And so you can go in, you can choose, like, say, tomorrow, and say, you know, I, tomorrow I have available. I have a 3 p.m., a 4 p.m., a 5 the p.m. Ninth. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Of course it's the ninth. <laughs> the inside joke. We'll tell you about that later. Uh, and there's a 6 and a 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can go in, say you went 3 o'clock, and you can purchase that. Uh, you just hit book, put in your, your information, your phone number. You pay for it right there on the website, and then – Boom, you've got my time, and I will go through anything and everything you've ever wanted, uh, if, whether it's branding, whether it's time management, whether it's um, you know how to structure the finances of the business, uh, how to manage the money, how to schedule your guys, how to just simply talk to your guys. That's one thing I had to learn a long time ago is a lot of you business owners out there, you treat your people, because I, I, again, credentials, I've done this, so I can kind of talk a little smack here, um, is you treat your people like they're slaves. Yeah. They're not going to work like you. If you're a business owner, your people will not work like you. I don't care what you say. They're not going to do it. And if they do, they're going to burn out. And they're a unicorn. They're a unicorn. Mm-hmm. And if they if they can do that, more than likely they're going to figure out, well, I'm just going to do this for myself. Yeah. And a lot of people do that, and that's fine. So you have to, you have to manage not only your time, your space, but your people's minds and their space and their expectations and your expectations of them. And that way everybody can then harmoniously work in a very comfortable environment. So a lot of those things I'm going to go through on the Carlson coaching programs. Um, I've, this has been something that's been requested of me for literally years. That's awesome. Do you it, know when you're... It's live pers- now. Oh, it is? It's awesome. live now. It's on the website. I haven't actually figured out um, how to even get to it. So we're going to get a link together. I have a link. I just showed Kyle this. Um, let me see here. I go back to my text. Is list. it in the MulchMate or? It's at MulchMateUSA.com. Okay. And it's one-on-one uh, consulting, uh, Carlson Coaching. And this is just like the very beginning of it all. This is going to be, I'm going to have my own separate website where we're putting it here uh, because our the Carlson Coaching program hasn't been actually fully set up yet on its own uh, um, website, but we're going to have it there as well. 
Um, and then, you know, I've lived so many different lives. I've lived, you know, the auto racing life. I've lived uh, building a landscape company from absolutely nothing to what it is or what it was. It was a multiple seven-figure business. And then I jumped ship of that, sold that, jumped into the Dawson manufacturing realm, and I've learned so much. There's so much I've learned in this business. I mean, I started with this business knowing nothing about it. So I've, I've really grown. And here, here, okay, so here are the credentials. Uh, laser cut was the first company. It was only a couple million bucks a year. It took me 17 years to build that company. Yeah. I mean, I knew nothing. I no college education, no nothing. So self-taught and then jump, jump forward here to Dawson manufacturing within four years, we're at eight figure business. Yeah. They're your credentials. So if you want to know how to grow your business to an eight figure business, oh, no, by the way, we did eight figures with under 10 people. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. So if you want to know how to grow an eight figure business, just go on there and you can buy an hour, you can buy two hours, you can buy five hours if you'd like, and we'll jump on there. There's also gonna be programs where you can fly me out to your business for a couple of days and you can, you're going to have to pay me and the travel expenses. I'll come out. We can dive into the books. We can go on job sites. We can talk. For instance, there was a guy we did a demo for in Ohio uh, back in the summertime and we were just showing him the mulch mate. And I said, dude, we'll load the mulch mate truck up. You drive it however you want, place it in the community, wherever you want it. We were in this um, like duplex style community and he parked it right in the middle of this cul-de-sac. And I was like, mm, mistake, but I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. And so he got his guys going and, and he, the reason I let him do it is because I wanted a, a apples to apples comparison of mulch mate versus the old way. Yeah. <clears throat> and so he did it and we were finished in a quarter of the time. Well, it's like our content creation on a show exactly what you were doing to what you can be doing absolutely and it's a it's it's a huge it's a game changer so what i did i can't remember his name let's call him jason i said jason let me move this next load let me move the truck to where i think it should be and so i moved it and he goes why'd you do that i said well because the distance is being traveled there's there's one less curve to hop over so on and so forth there was a bunch of reasoning to it to the job and so that next load got done in half the time that he had already cut into one quarter so he, we literally cut that job down by like seven eighths of what it was. So yeah. it was it only took a, a, a tenth of the time. Well, that and the truck can be mobile too. You yeah. can fit it right into a parking spot. That was the whole. And that's why I like the mulch made on a truck. Yes, I know a lot of people buy the trailer. A lot of people buy the trailer. Yeah. But for me, on a truck, it is it's game changer. It's game changer. So anyway, guys, that's the Carlson coaching deal. Not to sell you on it. It's just something that Kyle didn't know about. I literally got it thrown together today. Uh, is the first day it's going live. So. If you're interested, go to MultimateUSA.com and find it there. It's uh, two ninety five an hour. Oh, yeah. Done. Cool. Well, I know you had texted me, was it this morning, yesterday? I can't remember. I think uh, it was this morning. I think it was this morning. Um, and you were talking about how you want to make a podcast about tomorrow. And I thought you were asking, well, what are we doing tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> well, it turns out you have actually somewhere you want to go with this, um, and it's actually where we're going to go with the podcast today. So tell us a little about why you want to talk about tomorrow so when i said tomorrow what had happened was i was up at five o'clock this morning and uh my son had gotten up at like five thirty, and he had said something and he's like i'm gonna do it tomorrow and i'm like Mm-mm, nope drives me nuts yeah everybody not everybody a lot of people have a tendency of pushing things off till tomorrow and i get it i was that person at one point in time but everybody kind of wants to know well, how is it that, you know, Nick is so hyper-efficient and gets so much done with so many few people in such a short period of time? And that's because I never say, well, we'll wait till tomorrow. I ever. I'm like, okay, write it down on the list and let's let's figure out what we can do. So I'll give you a great for instance. So um, we're building a new cart for trade shows. And this cart is being built by one of our fabricators. And he needed a template lasered out on our laser so he can torch out a certain size hole to a certain spec and all that. I said, look, take these dimensions, give it to the guy that runs a laser, let him cut that while you then go over and start cutting all your steel on the bandsaw. That way, two people working at the exact same time, right? And that that very little comparison, he looked at me, he's like, well, how would you do that? I said, dude, that would save 15 minutes. And he's like, oh, that's true. That's right. So <clears throat> wait, wasting time is, is an incredible thing. So I'll give you another great example. So in 2000 and, uh, let me see here, 2011, I went to my guys at my landscape company and I said, look, I am getting out of the field. I cannot work in the business anymore. I need to be able to work on the business. And so I went and gave them the keys to one of the F-250 or whatever it was I was driving at the time. I think it was truck like 103 or 104. And um, it was a crew cab F-250, blah, blah, blah. And I went out and bought a Ford Focus. Me, 6'3", and a Ford Little Focus. I actually went out to buy a Fiesta and it was just too small. I just (laughs) did not fit. And... um, I know this sounds like, where are you going with this, Nick? Well, what, what had happened was, and, and you don't realize it, and this is the racer in me, 
driving a truck versus driving a Ford Focus, you can take corners faster. You get you can accelerate quicker. You can maneuver better. You can park closer. And so what I learned was like literally in the first week, I had gotten maybe I don't I don't know maybe that first week I probably got twenty extra uh, estimates done. And I'm like, well, how did I do that? And I I remember looking back and I went, it's because I was just more efficient. And so what I did was I, I didn't wait till tomorrow. As soon as I thought of it, I called uh, Coons Ford Annapolis and said, what do you got? And they said, you know, we've got a white one, this, this, and this. Perfect. Got the car. They, they let me have it for a week. A that's week. Crazy. That's crazy. I never had ever had – that's never happened before that or after. Yeah, compared to now where you actually have to, like, sit with somebody and you go to drive yeah. around their loop. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's scary. And, I, and when they, whenever they do that, I'm like, are you good if I put this thing on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> and we just take off and we go flying down the road. But oh, anyway. it's got a limiter on it? We'll see about that. <laughs> exactly. So we – um, you know, buying this Focus had taught me that, you know, the efficiency is huge. And so – so many people let so much time slide by. The stop at the local, you know, convenience store to get that soda, or saying, "Oh, I'll get that to tomorrow," and then you and you end up sitting on TikTok for that one hour in, at night when you when you really should be buckled down. And, and okay, I'm going to give you a great example. So, Kyle, I didn't I didn't show you this. This came through literally about an hour ago. Let me see if I can pull it up here. Here it is. Nope. Yes, there it is. Okay. So I'm going to read you this message. I'm not going to tell you who it is, but see how long that is? Mm-hmm. It's a long message. So word for word, guys, I'm not going to tell you who this is, but I'm going to read it word for word. Uh, this message is for Nick. But by the way, guys, this is a, this is a DM on uh, our Mulchmate USA Instagram. So if you want to contact us, hit us there at Mulchmate USA. Uh, this is a message for Nick. Thanks so much for talking to Zach and I while we were at the expo. I took your advice about not working hard enough and went back and watched the keynote you gave at LAL last year. That's the Launchpreneur Academy. It's literally happening tomorrow in Novi, Michigan. If you haven't gone out there, uh, what is it, launchpreneuracademy.com? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Go there. Go check it out. It's a good little show. Uh, Brian does a great job out there and his whole team. They're they're an amazing group of people, and I can't wait to go back and speak again. I think he said he's going to have me next year, so that would be really, really cool. Um, as soon as I got back, we turned our ads back on Google local searches and have made some investments into fall cleanup equipment that should, have hel- should help the production and efficiency of the job. We sold an extra $30,000 more worth of work and are tightening up our mowing route and working on getting some more commercial clients. We went from 170K a year, now looking closer to 220K uh, in year two. Thanks uh, for the non-BS approach and good advice in a 10-minute talk. It gave me the extra fire to push through and finish the year strong. We also have decided to push more into profitability and equipment side of things since more labor is significantly more expensive and doesn't produce as much work. Here's to a $500,000 year in 2024. Dude, I get these messages literally daily. It's weird because it – okay – I don't know why my brain went to this, but it reminds me of college and why college isn't always the best route. So when they say, yeah, we want this paper and here's your parameters. Well, the parameters are, okay, well, it's got to be eight pages long. And you're like, why am I doing that when I can literally get to the point in two pages, turn it in and have a better product than when I give you eight pages? Because I know if I do eight pages, I'm going to ramble on and go down weird different tangents that aren't even anywhere to be relatable. That's because, here comes my opinion, that's because college is creating and so is regular school is creating workers. Yeah. They're not creating entrepreneurs. They're not creating people that create massive change in, in society. Um, people, they're, they're I'm, a, I'm not going to say me, but I, I should. There are people that are, I mean, I, okay, I'm going to say me. I get that message daily from yeah. people all over the country and it's because, like in that message, he's like, you took a non-BS approach with me and I did. I felt kind of bad, but he asked me, he's like, what do you think you're, I'm doing wrong after you kind of explained what he was doing? I said, dude, you ain't working hard enough. You're going to cut the BS out. You're right. You're leaving so much on the table. You're pushing everything off till tomorrow. And that's what I. That's where I failed. Like right. That's why I had an issue when I was running everything last year is I was, okay, we'll do it tomorrow. And part of it kind of comes to with Zach. Zach was the one that he had an hour and a half drive up. He had to fight through traffic the whole night. And I, I gave into that versus saying, no, we're getting it done now. We're going to try getting ahead of the schedule. That way maybe we can have off Friday or Friday. You can do your stuff and I'll do maintenance. Sure. You know, it, it goes a long way. It absolutely does. And, and that's the thing that like people, I, okay, again, credentials. I did it to myself. So I feel like I can talk the they don't push okay it's it's their norm yes right so i talk about your normal your normal can be adjusted people ask me all the time how do you get so much done and it's because 
I, my normal is is exponentially higher than most because I've pushed and pushed and pushed. And when you push yourself, hey, okay, let's go. Let's refer back to weights, right? If you start curling fifty pounds, it, one day it's if you do it every single day, it's going to become light. It's just going to become like yeah, whatever. But if you push it to hundred pounds. 150, 200 pounds. I can grab a, a preacher's bench right now. I could put the pin at the very bottom of that sucker and I could curl the whole thing. And that's because my normal was elevated a long time ago because I pushed myself early, early on. It's like how I raise my kids. I keep like pushing my kids to be better because it's easier to train them now. Yeah. It's easier to get things done today than it's going to be, you know, a year from now. And if you get started now, it's kind of like this podcast. We finally just said, screw it, let's go. We don't have an intro, we don't have a studio. Just grab some headphones and press record. Yeah, just for context, guys, we're literally sitting at an old desk that was left in the back room of the shop, and we're just like, all right, put it up. Yeah, let's go. Exactly. And, and we said, you know, no more BS, not wait until tomorrow. Let's get this going. Now, in the background, kind of going back to my fabricator story earlier is, you know, right now we've got parts trickling in that are going to fill the studio. We've got chairs coming in today. We've got a table coming in next week. There's a light right now on this little junky little desk yeah when you guys can see that everybody's gonna love it yeah i'll take a you know i'll take a picture right now i'll put it on social media and uh, i'll put it in social media when this when this thing goes live but it's a little edison light made of like old pipe we got off etsy for like 60 bucks and it's got this little yellow knob on it and it turns it on and off yeah it's like a faucet knob yeah listen i don't know if you can hear that but it's it's a cool it's a really cool little light um but we again it's this non-bs approach it's it's don't wait till tomorrow and and man my kids do it to me all the time and they're young and they're only four and seven but you know i hope a lot of y'all listening i'd imagine a lot of y'all are over you know of adult age yeah stop doing that to yourself stop put stop pushing your own future off or like a lot of people live for the weekends like what in the world you're you're basically taking two-thirds of your life and you're going i hate it that's terrible then change what you're doing to make it something that you absolutely love and adore I think there is something to be said, though, and this is not to say that it's not – I where your point is correct, yes. Where I say is like, okay, you come into the weekends and you have an event that you know you're going to enjoy. Don't discount that. You know, enjoy every second of it, mm-hmm. but also don't look forward to the week being over while you're working, while you can better yourself. Um, I, was, I can't remember what Alex Ramosi was talking about, but he was more or less saying why entrepreneurs are typically further ahead than people because they're working seven days a week. Mm-hmm. And if you're not accounting for working on the weekends, then you're losing two days. And those two days negate going into the week that you're going into because you've already lost half of those leads. Mm-hmm. So if you're working all week, you're not only getting two times further ahead, you're getting seven times more ahead because you're working all the time and you're just you're compounding and compounding and compounding. Well, the the all of society is geared to work 40 hours a week. Exactly. So if you're working 40 hours a week and everybody else is working 40 hours a week, how in the heck do you think you're going to stick out above the crowd? Yeah. You're, I mean, you've got the same amount of fingers and toes. We're, our, all of our IQs are relatively similar. Basically, you're relying on making a move or getting lucky, right? And it just doesn't work that way. You've got to put in time. Like when I, when I look at holidays, I'm like, okay, now that I'm a married uh, father, right, and I have these kids – love my kids um i look at the mornings of holidays i'm like what can i get done in the morning and then i give them the rest of the day you know i still get up at six o'clock five o'clock or whatever on dude sunday (laughs) i didn't tell anybody this i should have took a picture i got up sunday and i'm like all right gotta go to work let's go (laughs) i get my multimate shirt on and i got my shorts on and i'm i'm dressed to go to work i'm sitting there with my coffee i took my vitamins which i'm not did you dump it out no, I didn't. Dive, you yeah, dump coffee uh-huh. out. No, I didn't because I, <laughs> I literally, I'm not supposed to take vitamins on the weekends. I'm supposed to give my body that rest on these vitamins I take. Yeah. Um, and it's in, and I took all the vitamins on Sunday, and I'm up early, and I'm like, all right, I'm sitting on my couch with my kids, I'm holding them because every morning I sit there and hold my kids in the morning because yeah. that's what I do, and. You know, my daughter, she gets on the bus at like 7.12 or something like yeah. that. <laughs> and it was like 7 o'clock. I'm like, all right, baby, we got we to gotta brush your hair and get you know get going here. It's like 10 minutes. She's like, Dad, what are you talking about? It's Sunday. And I'm like, oh, crap. Hold on a second. I look at my phone. I'm like, okay, that really messes my whole day up because I'm raring to go. Like, <laughs> let's go. I've, okay, proof in the pudding. If you go to um, my personal uh, Instagram page, Mr. Nicholas Carlson or what, Mr. Nick Carlson on it, the, the last post is a is a – a picture of the front end of my Shelby. And mm-hmm. in the thing, I talk about going to work and recording our first podcast. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. That was on Sunday. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> you posted it Monday, though, didn't you? No, it's that's you Sunday. Is it? It's I from Sunday. Look. Yeah. So th- that's proof that I, I had gone through this. It was it was just funny because 
I'm excited to do what I do. And, and something that you really reminded me of, Kyle, just a second ago is, and I say this religiously, is we go to work typically to solve problems. That's why a lot of us have jobs, right? People need their plumbing fixed. They need their car fixed. They need um, whatever. They need something, right? And and when when you're of service, right? When you're in business, you're of service to, to other people. And we need that to make the world go around. That's great. It's perfect. I'm glad it is the way it is. It, it works. But the problems that a lot of us get frustrated with, which is the reason we don't want to go to work, that's actually the moments where heroes are made. Yeah. And I always preach that heroes are always born in bad times, right? And if you can if you can be the hero for somebody, you're going to make money. Yeah. And when you're making money, I don't care. We were talking about this at lunch. Money can buy happiness. Yeah. It can buy you the boat. And then people are like, oh, well, the boat costs money, and then you got to maintain it. Well, if you've got enough money to maintain it, and somebody else has to do it, and you just show up and drive your boat, that's because you got enough money because you worked you're hard happy. <laughs> And you're happy again. So – it, it can. Now, it could also do other evil things. Let's not go down that road. If we want to talk about that, let us know in the comments below or wherever you can comment. Tell us. Send us a message on Instagram. Well, that also ties back to discipline, too, is, is that if you have the discipline to make sure you're doing the right things with the money, then you buy yourself those opportunities to be able to be happy and be able to afford your family the trips to Disneyland and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, Disneyland costs money. And exactly. It's, it's the happiest place on earth. <laughs> kind of goes hand in hand there so that's you know that's kind of my perspective so when it comes to tomorrow do yourself a favor don't wait till tomorrow get every single thing you can get done today because also time off in my opinion is earned yeah it's it's an earned right it's not a right it's an earned right you you have the right to have time off but you need to earn it exactly and when you get there you're gonna feel so much better because you are rolling in cash and time because, like, I haven't taken a vacation all summer because there's been some all kinds of craziness going on in the economy, and I don't feel like it's a good time for me to take a vacation. Not that we're doing poorly, but the fact that I need to get ahead of it. And, like, this podcast, this, this is all about education. This is all about coaching. This is all about when people – when the economy starts to slow down, people have a little bit more time. When they get time, I'd like to be in your ear. I want to be talking to you. I want to be having these conversations with you. So when things come out the other end, we're teammates on the other side yeah. of all this, and that's what I'm after. I'm after being your teammate, guys, on the other end of all this so I can help you. I can help you grow, whether it's your mental mindset or I can put one of our products in your hands. I can get you to a better place in your business to provide for your family, period. It's the end goal. That's it. That is all this is all about. So I, I don't even know what else to tell. It's a team effort. It is. It's, I'm, I'm your teammate. You've got other people. I'm sure your vendors can be your teammates. But you gotta, man, you gotta, you gotta cultivate those relationships. You gotta massage them. You gotta work them over. You gotta preheat that oven yeah. before you stick in the turkey. I did want to uh, kind of spin back to what you were saying about you know time off is earned. That's not to be said that like if you have a doctor's appointment or something, you have to take care of your body too. Sure. So like that, that's a bit of a different story. So like sure. I, I know a lot of people would equate, well, that's time off. You know, I, I can't do that. Well you have to be able to take care of your body in order to be able to do that. that and that goes back to the whole oxygen mask on an airplane, right? Exactly. It, it, you, you have to take care of your mind and your body. And, and if you take care of those, then you take care of your time and you manage yourself properly, then you can then do what you got to do. Exactly. So when I, when I say earn time, I mean, I'm talking about vacations. Yeah, exactly. I'm, yeah. You know, or like, um, buying that thing that you really want like i know a lot of people are like well stick on the credit card and i'll pay it off over time dude 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 have some discipline like seriously you need people look at me and they're like oh you got all these nice supercars and all this stuff blah, 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 blah. do you know how long i went with nothing do you know how long i ate ramen noodles i went yeah, well forever. what was it it was the 2019 you showed up to equip with you know, little to no money. I think which was, was it? It was eighteen. Was it? It was. So we showed up to, to equip at eighteen, and it wasn't. Nothing had gone. Okay, one thing had gone wrong that was out of my control. I and I can tell you that story here in a second. But we showed up in Kentucky, and we were just out of money. Yeah. We had just run out of time. Okay, so here's here's how this went. <clears throat> I I had the Multimate design. Everything was ready to rock and roll, and I had a vendor up in Frederick, Maryland, where Wright is located, yeah. literally across the street from Wright. And this vendor was gonna laser cut, bend, powder coat all my materials and trailer them down to us and the facility that we're in now we had just moved in here and they were supposed to deliver all this product january of 18 that would give me enough time a month to put together 20 30 40 machines and then the season would hit february ish 
And back back then, the season was a lot smaller. Now we sell mulch mates all year round. And everybody said that was impossible and it was never going to happen. Guess what, bitch? We do. Mm. We sell, Literally, we sell almost all year round. The mulch mates get sold in the summertime to top dressing guys. Then they sell towards the end of the year because people need to, those write-offs on their taxes. Then they buy in the beginning of the year because the season's coming. And the season's over. They realize, oh, crap. We could use one. We should have bought one four months ago. So then they buy one there. And then they go, wow, this thing's useful, you know far more often than we expected. I hear the story all the time. I have the data. I know what happens because I sell them. Exactly. So anyway, um, so this company, I'm not going to name names because I, I don't want to put anybody down, but they fell flat on their face. Okay. All those components, instead of being delivered in January of 18, they were delivered in August. I, I missed my entire season. Yeah. So imagine you missing, but just be a landscaper, right? Your most profitable part of the year is that springtime rush, right? When you make a ton of money. Imagine missing that. Yeah, it, it that's was, a lot of money for a lot of people. It was a lot. It was it for us. It was a couple million bucks that first year is what we missed out on, uh, and of course that's an estimate. Um, but we showed up in Kentucky and we had missed that sell season before that, and we're like, well, I don't, I don't know even what to do. So I had to sit down and find all new vendors. We canned that vendor and never used them again. Yeah, and I had to sit down to find all new vendors. Now keep in mind, at that point in time, I didn't even know how to Google, like people that cut things with lasers yeah you don't know what to look for like sometimes there's like keywords you're yes. looking for you don't know what the keywords are i didn't know the keywords i didn't know how to conversation i the thing that we had we have, we have an engineer here at dawson manufacturing i'm not gonna tell you his name because you're gonna probably gonna try to recruit him hmm. y'all stay away from my people i will kill you no i'm just kidding but um he he is a phenomenal engineer he's a phenomenal cad model guy he's like a phenomenal he does amazing drawings so when you look at a great business they're gonna have layers and layers and layers of not only good people but good process and procedures so like when you need a part from us not only do we have the part design in cad in-house not out of house not by a job shop it is actually designed in-house it's fea tested that's called a finite element analysis testing we can test the product to basically put pressures in places to see where it's going to fail we know exactly what we're doing then that part then gets transferred from the cad model into a drawing that drawing then has all kinds of notes at the bottom. It has, you know, specs on the materials, uh, the 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 kerf on the laser, the thicknesses, the the all the little bits and pieces of that particular part, depending on what it is, is all in that drawing. That drawing then goes to either one of our people to get made here in the facility, or it goes out to one of our vendors, and they can cut it, they can bend it, they can tap it, they can machine it, whatever it is they're doing, um, you know, PEM studs, whatever. Um, and, and that that is the depth of our company when we have all that in place here um and and we were able to take all those drawings because we had our act together and i was able to finally find some some of these vendors of mine um and most of them are local like virginia pennsylvania um i think there's one down in georgia there's one in texas uh, so we do everything from um machining aluminum and steel to press brakes to turret punches so all those things are gonna like the turret punch it's incredible like the the basket on the mulch mate all those little holes you see yeah they're punched out yeah yeah that's pretty should, cool you should hear the machine it goes and it literally you'll hear it in your sleep because it's so noisy and uh but we do it with that because it's far cheaper than a laser and we cut everything with like fiber lasers and all that yeah. kind of cool the stuff. The parts I love are the billet gearboxes. Those oh, things are so cool. Yeah, they're especially they're before powder. Oh, I love billet. It's amazing. It's expensive. Um, the, the material's expensive. It's not. It's not very expensive to machine because it like aluminum is so soft. The machine yeah. just rips through it. It's 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 wild. It's like watching butter. It is. It's you like ever watch the videos of the CNC machines and they like do oh, it yeah. in slow motion and there's it's that back and forth oh, motion. Sick, dude. I I love fabrication. I love welding and the cnc stuff i mean i have been enamored by this gosh i mean i don't know if, how many of you guys remember uh you know the american chopper days yes paul tuttle paul senior dude i grew up watching those two and i could care less about the fighting i thought that was very <laughs> ridiculous but like junior i loved his ability to visualize a product or a bike before it was even you know the first part even fell on their bench right and i feel like a lot of my inspiration for a lot of this came from them honestly yeah. i mean i lived lived on that I, there was a there was a, a um a show called shade, uh, shade tree mechanics and i'd i'd who was the one chip foos what did he oh chip's the man yeah chip had some really cool yeah so he, he have, was did he have a different show yeah so he name? was so he worked on a company uh or a show called overhauling which that's was, it was huge but before that he worked for a company called 
Boyd Connington. Okay. Boyd Connington unfortunately passed away probably 15 years ago. But Boyd was like the 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 innovator of like hot rods. Like yeah. he he took redneck hot rodding to like high class hot rodding, and he built some beautiful machines. And Chip was there for a very long time, and then he en- ended up breaking out on his own, and it was phenomenal. Yeah. So I grew up watching all this stuff, and uh, a lot of what you see like. Everything from our, our marketing comes from, like, NASCAR or, like, hot rodding. Yeah, you could see a lot. Like, if you look at it in detail, yeah. you can tell. Yeah, and we're going to do a whole – guys, we're going to do a whole podcast on branding and how I look at it and, and what we feel, you know, is is a good way of going about it. There's some tips and tricks that I've learned over the years that have absolutely um, – you could see the evolution of of how I, I saw things over the years. And I've I've advised – I don't know two, three, four, five hundred companies at this point on, on just that alone. Um, there's about a dozen of them that I do do advising with here locally. And the majority of those guys went to seven figures uh, within, you know, gosh, I don't, I don't know, within the first two or three years. So it works. I know it works. Brand awareness, all that kind of stuff. We, we really harp on that. I have a lot of theories on it all. Um, again, self-taught and take it for what it is, but I think we've got a really good brand going here at DOS Manufacturing. What do you think? Oh, I think so, too. I mean, you studied the color wheel for a while, and it's like what we were doing earlier with the podcast of just trying to see how do we make us better. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we catch the eye when somebody searches things? And it's it's the colors. It's the way that the banner is kind of flowing. You want things to be crisp, not blending. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. The, there's nice sharp edges are big. The You know, the human eye so humans are a lot like water we want to try to kind of travel that path of least resistance yeah and and you know our eyes are trained to look from left to right um we like bright colors so like yellows are are huge reds are huge you can kind of substitute red and orange kind of depending on the background um you know it's like white and black most people don't realize white and black is just the absence of all color yeah right and so those can kind of get transferred um if you look at um uh, what was it? The Mulchmate. Look at the Mulchmate. The basket's black. The body of the machine's white. And there's two logos. There's, it says Mulchmate on the basket, and it's like the star, and it says Mulchmate. And then below that, it just says Mulchmate on the white panel. Yeah. But what you don't realize is that it's actually three different colors. So the logo on the on the, the body is black and orange, but the logo on the basket is white and orange. But because it, 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 um, it doesn't mess with your subconscious. Your subconscious mind just goes, well, black and white is always the, the absence of all color. I don't really care. So it doesn't it doesn't raise any red flags and it doesn't make you think. Yeah. And so once you get that ability to, to basically turn your subconscious mind off, allow it not to think, it's just going to go, hey, this feels right. I will say when it goes down the road, it catches your eye. <laughs> Does it? I'm always driving it, so I never see it. So uh, we, we had a chance the other day to use it, and I was just enamored by how well it worked. It just it blows me away. How, how good that thing goes and, and just pukes mulch out of it is crazy. Yeah. But um, kind of just trying to stay on topic here with the whole, you know, tomorrow deal, guys. The reason we've been able to get so far so fast is we don't wait until tomorrow. No, it's now. Now. Let's go now. And everybody's like, why are you so pushy? Well, dude, what what is it? You know, are you gonna, are you just going to wait till tomorrow and then, well, wait till tomorrow again? And you know what else that's big about tomorrow is that a lot of people forget. Yeah, a lot. well, that kind of goes with what we do around here. Is like everybody, I see Sam all the time with his notepad on his clipboard. I, in front of me right now, have a notepad so that as we're coming up with things, I can just write it down. Your office is full of them. Yeah, I've literally your dad's office is full. Well, of them. and I, like I, so okay, you want to know where I learned it? You'll never believe. It. I, I literally, I'll give you a million dollars if you know where I got it from. Can you give me a guess or a hint? Lo- it's local. Is it's it? It's a local place. You'd never believe it. Coons Ford of Annapolis. Really? Every time I go in there, pay attention. Next time you go into like a, like a parts I've only dealer, been once or twice because I went with you when we went to get your parts for the truck. Any dealer, any dealer I've ever been to, if you go in there, you'll watch them. They will, um, or even even like Nap Auto Parts does it. They they go, what year make a model? And you'll see them go to a piece of paper and a pen. They write down the year, they make the model, and then what it is you're looking for, and then they turn their body to the computer. Yeah. And they start typing. And I remember... I don't know how old I was. I was probably 22, 23 at the time. And I was like, dude, it was a guy named John that used to work there. Great guy. I love him. He follows us on, on social media and a great family. And he, and he, he's like, well, we do that. So we don't have to continue to ask you. Yeah. We take the, we take the, the load off of you and then we're able to just go back in our notes and look. Yeah. And that's just initiative. And wants people to, 
kind of come back. Yeah, exactly. Because you're showing that you care. Exactly, exactly. And, it, and it's also a reference back, like, at the end of the day, you can go, how many, how many vehicles did I go through today? And you just a real quick glance back, and then you can see trends. You can – another big thing that I love to do is I love to have that list, and I love to go back through it after – like, I do it twice a day. Right before lunch, I try to – before lunch or after lunch. And at the end of the day, I try to go through that list and go, what did I get done? And I mark it, and I write it, like, uh, put a line through it, and that's that's a win. I like doing it like as soon as it's done. That way, it motivates to get to the next one. Yeah, that that's going to be a to each their own situation. Yeah, for sure. I know with me, it's like I'm just so enamored by the next thing that I I you just get into it. Yeah, and I I personally like going to it. Like I find myself in a lot of this is the next day I'll go right back to that list and I'm like, oh crap, let me go through and, and you know mark all this off, and then I'm like, wow, look how much I got done yesterday. Or wow, I didn't do a very good job yesterday. I need to I need to get my act together, you know. And so I love three, four, five, six different things on my list get knocked out. Um, it's really nice to to have that bulk win for me. I don't I don't know. That just resonates for me. Yeah. So that's one thing, guys. Do your notes. Notes are huge. Let us know if, if you want me to come out with like a little notebook. I can. I've seen people do it before, and they're not they're not anything special. But like we, everybody's got their own little twist to it. And and I know I have my own little twist to doing things. I think could be helpful. The one thing I would find helpful too is, is like I normally look for like calendars or planners online and they'll they've got all these like weird um I guess you say categories or lines through them so you're maybe find something that works best for you and then be like hey you know what do you guys think you know yeah I know yours is just a notepad I mean that's all you normally use yeah I'm a really simple dude like I don't need a lot like you have this like guys if you if you were sitting here Kyle's got like this nice little binder it's leather and it it's really 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 nice I like patina I do too that's I why I got it because I looked at it I was like that'd be pretty cool to yeah. have no it's legit I really like it I just I'm so ingrained into just the, the, the what I'm doing and not necessarily what I've gotten from me it's like this will do and yeah. I just go well that was like five dollars on Amazon and I had it in my truck I was like I'm gonna use that right now <laughs> yeah I'm not gonna get anything else no it's perfect I love it and, and as we're going through this guy's Kyle's jotting down notes and you know it's nice because the next day we come back to it and he's you know i ask how i'm like where are we at what do you want to talk about and he you know so the way we structured this whole podcast guys this is kind of maybe interesting for you is that you know kyle and i sat down and, and originally this was going to be me and, and craig uh our, our um cfo and president here at Dawson manufacturing and i was like that's not the right guy and i didn't mean to be mean to him but kyle's the right guy for this kyle's in the industry he's also with us he's lived like this miniature life of mine he's a good talker he's a good question asker he's a good um you know guy to take notes um i so truth be told for years now i have been really hard on kyle really super his eyebrows just went up i have been really hard on him and at first it was more like okay if this dude wants to stay in my life he better earn it and i was like incredibly incredibly hard on him and the dude took it like he I would tell him like, dude, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. You know, you need to quit it. Stop wasting your time. Stop spending money, whatever it was. And, and truth be told, and correct me if I'm wrong, you tell your side of this, but I was just trying to help you. Yeah. And so the one thing that I did notice with myself that I corrected this year versus the, the recent years is I heard what you said. I retained it and I didn't take it to heart as in like, oh, you're jabbing me. This is a, hey, this is helpful information. I've retained every ounce of information it came down to the application of the information. And that was, I guess, an area you could say I did struggle in the past year or so. But like we were saying in a recent podcast, your um, brain isn't done developing until you're 25. Correct. So there's area there's people who can have the discipline to be able to do things younger because that's just the area that they matured early in. Mm-hmm. Versus like me, yeah, it, it took me a little bit longer. But now I've understood and matured and found out, okay, this is what I need to do to fix this get out of this hole and barrel on forward. Well, and the truth be told, you grew up in the era of social media. I yes. didn't. I never had social media to distract me, right? I never had the shiny syndrome. I never had Amazon. I didn't have, you know, this instant gratification world we live in. You know, when I was growing up and, and I wanted to learn how to lay pavers, I went to Home Depot and read a book. Yeah. And I couldn't even afford the book, so I had to read it at the shelf and then put it back. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of things today that are trying to distract us all. And it's very easy to get off track of, of what your what your ultimate end goal is. And that was actually something, Kyle, I think you and I wanted to talk about in this was, you know, what are our goals? Yeah. And and so goal, goals for me are a very touchy subject because a lot of people say, what are your goals? What are your goals? But what they don't do is they don't lay out a roadmap. It's kind of like this. I drove to Las Vegas in 2010. 
And when I drove to Las Vegas, I didn't just say, I'm driving to Las Vegas. I sat down. Back then, there was like MapQuest, I think. I yeah. Don't, I don't even know if, like, I don't, it wasn't like, there wasn't GPS on your phones. I was still using like a flip phone Nextel. You were printing out the paper and making sure you didn't go past a certain site. Yeah, I, I remember. Yeah, yeah, you're old enough to remember. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, we decided there was a north route and a south route. South route is what we ended up choosing because it was, it was like December, I think. And it, we were worried about, like, weather. Yeah, you didn't want snow. Yeah, which we ended up hitting a sandstorm, a snowstorm, a windstorm, and it was blazing hot in Vegas when we got there. Mother said, Mother Nature said, what do you want? You said, none. She <laughs> no. said, have it all. Here's it all. <laughs> so I mean, we were going through Tennessee, and it was just a blizzard. We went through the Panhandle of Texas on Route 40. If you look on a map right now, go down Route 40. It goes from Maryland. It goes down through Virginia. It goes through Tennessee. It goes through. Did you have to catch 95 to grab that? I don't, I don't think because Fort. Okay, so the way it works is it starts fr- from Maine to Florida and it goes. It's all tens. Yes. So it's you know ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, and or or sorry, it goes up. Yeah. Yeah, it goes up, and we're at seventy. So seventy takes you out to like Oregon or something Correct. like that, and then yeah. the that's further the nor- south, that's the north route. Yeah. 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 So we, I think it was like ninety five, eighty five, then to forty. Okay. And eighty five is like a great road. But there's nothing on it. Yeah. It's so boring. Um, anyway, we, we, you know, we drove there and we had a plan. You know, we, we did not just go, we're going to go to Vegas. And we just start driving. We're, oh, we're going to follow the signs to Vegas. There are no signs in Maryland that say Las Vegas. Yeah, you got a little while. Right. You got a little while before you see those kind of signs. And that's what a lot of people, you know, they're like, oh, I got this goal. I'm going to make $500,000 a year. And then they they stop. They're like, oh, it's on my dream board. It's it's in my head. Well, that's not enough, dude. So, yeah. to what I always tell people, and this is one of the biggest gold nuggets I think I'll ever be able to give you guys. It sounds stupid, but find your goal and start there and work your way backwards to create the plan. Yes. A lot of people start at the starting line and work forward. That's like driving in the dark. Yeah. Start where you want to be and work your way backwards. Now, a lot of, another big piece of advice I would tell everybody is find somebody that's doing what you want to do. Okay, if you find that guy, like for me, it's it's an Ed Wright. Yeah. Okay, Ed is doing a phenomenal job. His parents did a phenomenal job, and and they're rocking and rolling. And so, I always kind of check in, or I'm kind of watching. And that he's what I call my rabbit. He's he's yes. the guy kind of out in front of me, and I'm like, I'm gonna run you down. Not that I'm gonna try to, to like take him down. I'm just I'm just want to get to him, and I'm gonna try to pass him. I'm yeah. going to. And then you have to find another rabbit. And then I'll find another rabbit, and the next rabbit will be like Toro or whatever. Yeah. I, we'll figure that out when we get there. But every time you know you hit that level, I always try to find that new rabbit. So not only do you need a goal, but you need to have, a, you need to have a, not a plan, but an attack plan, something that you're going to go after. And a lot of people, this is another thing that drives me crazy, is plan B. Too many people put too much effort into plan B when they could have put that effort into plan A and just said, F plan B. I'm not even going to go down plan B. I'm going to make sure plan A works. But don't get caught up in a, the a whole analysis paralysis BS. Just like us, grab the podcast thing like we did on Monday. We threw it down, and we pressed record after we plugged it into the wall. Did we not? Oh, yeah, and it's like going out to Kentucky. We're going out. We had no plans of uh, tire failures, right. and we had them. But it's not, oh, well, you know, we'll wait till tomorrow to get a tire or something like that. No, it was, we're going to find a way to make it there today. We are sleeping our butts in Louisville. Yeah, and it was a team effort. That's the thing, like, around here, there's got to be, there's got to be, like, that guy with that big vision that can paint the vision, right? That's really important. That's a big thing, is being able to carry that vision through yeah, the and, culture. And paint it throughout your company, because, like, everyone is seeing things through a just a little bit different lens, right? Like you see, I'm, I'm looking at Kyle, right? Uh, Kyle has a very much different lens than my head of production, Sam, or my engineer, Jamie, or Craig, the CFO. Like all these guys are different levels of their lives. And, and I have to be able to speak literally, I have to speak French to one guy and Spanish to another. Exactly. As the, the chief, you know, the CEO of this, the founder of all this, and be able to say, look, if you can execute your you know, your path, right? Here's the play. Here's the plan. That's how we're going to get to Vegas. <clears throat> Kyle, I need you to drive. Jamie, I need you to watch the fuel gauge. Sam, I need you to keep your eyes on these tires. And together, like when we went out to Kentucky, together, you know, we we can get there. You know, when we, when we were changing those tires, I think I was the guy on the jack. I think Sam was on lugs. I think you were getting the spare tire. I think Gavin was getting the... The, the bus I was given I was doing traffic duty. Maybe you were doing traffic yeah, duty. Whatever Gavin it was. was getting all the tire stuff. Right. And so none of us complained. Not, everybody just knew 
there's a there's a damn job to do here. Yeah. And flat out, we're going to get this done. And by God, there ain't going to be a thing that stops. I don't care if it rains. I don't care if there's a twister rolling by. We're getting it done, and we're getting to Kentucky. Gosh darn it. Yeah. And and that's just it. And so you guys have to have that that man. If you want to win, you've got to have that undeniable you know fire in your belly. And it, and it's something that it's something that is learned. It's not. It was never in me. If you want to know the truth, I don't Kyle. You know, if you know this about me. But when I was a kid, I'd much rather be an introvert. I oh, hated. Yeah. I hated. Like I'd much rather be left alone. Don't ask me questions in school. I was that way for a while. Were you really? Yeah. What's up with us? I don't know. So <laughs> when Matt, since Matt's known me since I was from who's Matt? Give context. So Matt, Matt is my best friend from kindergarten. Okay. I have known this guy for my majority of my life that I can remember essentially. So. Um, from I, think, I want to say kindergarten through fifth grade, I was I was very extroverted. I you know I wanted people to come over, hang out, all that stuff. And then it was like through middle school to end ish of high school, I was very closed off, very secluded. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Like I didn't want the teachers calling me. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to hang out. The only person I hung out with was Matt. Really? That was it. Really. And then I want to say middle of junior year when I joined the lacrosse team. I was just like, you know, why am I being this way? Like, I'm not going to make friends this way. I'm not going to be able to enjoy my life this way. Open up and be you. And when I did that, that's when the smile started coming on my face. And, well, now I just talk a lot. No, it's good. I mean, Kyle's the life of the party around here. He comes in and he's like, is everybody happy? <laughs> Everybody's like, no. no Give me tired. 20 minutes to wake up. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's up with that. I, Poor I, Gavin. Gavin, man. He comes in here and he's just like, I'm tired. And it's like, dude, you're the youngest cat in the building. Get up. You know, it's it's just not enough preparation. They just, they just, I don't know, young guys. I think when we were at uh, Equip, I ended up yelling, this is our Super Bowl, like really loud. And <laughs> Sam just looked at me. He's like, mm-mm. That's enough. Go go back in the dungeon. <laughs> That's enough. Go go take a take a break here, man. Well, it's um it's important, man. You know, having having good energy, good it's gotta be a good balance. You know, you can't I try really hard to be assertive and not bossy. Yeah. How how does that come across here with you? I so I think from the conversation we had before, it's that we we've had a friendship before I ended up working here. So it's more or less you put that into consideration and that's comes into speaking your different languages. You're you're able to speak to me the way that I know that you're not like, you know, putting your foot down and saying this has to be done now, but if it's something that has to be done now, you make sure it's it comes across that way without feeling like you're, you know, trying to rip my head off. Yeah, we had a situation actually earlier where um one of the guys was frustrated because we didn't have enough of a particular item in stock to get a run of a product done. And this was like the second time since we got back from Kentucky. Oh, yeah. And and one of our guys was, was frustrated. Totally get it. And so it's funny because like they both will come to me at different times and they'll go, Nick, you know, blah, 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 whatever it is they're saying. And then I'll go, okay. And the next guy comes to me and he says something like, all right. I clearly need to address this. And so I start to go to them, and it's funny. They just instantly just get walls. Yeah. They put walls up, and I'm like, I literally will tell them, stop. I'm not here as your enemy. I'm here to find a solution. What's incredible is is that they will will flat out um, kind of every way they act will be based off of my energy. And so I have to hold my energy at a standard. And I talked about this in one of our other podcasts is, is – Yes, mulchmate is the standard in landscape in that bulk material dispensing, you know, realm. But when it comes to in my facility, in these walls, you know, I have to hold a certain standard. And let me tell you, it is tough. It's exhausting because some days things, emotions fly and and it's going to be that way. And I can't control everybody's emotion, but what I can do is control my own. And I have to find a good solution to a problem. And clearly these guys were bringing me a problem and I need to, to sit down and fix it. So what was cool was I brought both these two individuals together and I said, guys, let me hear your problems. And this goes back to problem solving. This is the number one thing I learned growing up. And it's the number one thing that's not being taught in school. And I think it's the number one. They're just teaching how to test in school, not problem solve. Problem solving is number one key. And so I literally had these two guys voice their opinions and said, no attacking each other, no getting all pissy. And so they actually sat down on their own, came up with a plan I, I kind of tweaked it a little, not a lot, and then I addressed who is going to execute this. And the person that I ended up giving the task to, I don't think 
deserved to do the task, not because they did anything wrong, but they were higher qualified. And he came to me later and he goes, why are you having me do this? It's really his job. I said, because in this particular realm, you have the skill sets to navigate this and execute it quickly, not tomorrow. You can knock it out, let him put a little spin on it and then put it in the cloud. So then you both can adjust it as time goes on. Done. This is what we're doing. And they both were like, cool. All the attitudes were gone. All the frustrations were gone. And now we have a plan. Not only do we have a goal, but we have a, a, a roadmap to success now that we're going to implement into the building. And it's going to be that way between those two. Nobody else will see it. And that will allow everything else to flow smoother. So guys, when it comes to goals, you got to have a plan and you got to make sure you sit down and develop that roadmap for your success. And it will absolutely change the game for you. Exactly. It reminds me very much of like Jocko Willink's um, books. When you go through some of his books, he talks about like you have the plan and then sometimes, you know, everybody has the, uh, what is it? Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face or something like that. Yeah. Mike Tyson. Yeah. It, it goes very much down that line of like, okay, well, you have to have the ability for the contingency plan, but don't focus on the contingency plan. Go with the plan, and then if things happen, course correct. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. Find True North. Stay with True North. Right. The wind's going to blow you. The current's going to move you. Mm-hmm. But as long as you have True North, you'll still find your way. It goes back to, like, I teach this to my kids. I literally – I got to sound like a broken record here. <laughs> I literally tell them all the time, keep your eyes on where you want to be because it's it goes it's own racing reference if your eyes are looking at the wall you're gonna hit the wall exactly right if you're in your car right now and you're listening to us right look to your right i guarantee you that wheel ends up going right don't do it don't don't do it right don't do that right (laughs) just for a second don't for one second but you know if you end up going left that's your brain over correcting if you just need to keep your eyes on the road and you ever notice have you ever kyle have you ever driven down the road and then got to where you're going and we're like how the heck did I get here? I did that going to school all the time. Okay, well, that is because you're you're so trained to do it and you just kept your eyes where they need to be. You basically turn your brain off yeah, and just let your body do its work. That is what I talk about all the time. My father taught me this as a kid a long time ago. Whatever it is that you focus on the most, most your body and your mind will end up getting you there without you even knowing it. And that is all about keeping not only just the goal, but the obsession, everything about what you want in life, you need to be able to paint the most vivid picture you possibly can of that end goal. Like, for instance, I'll tell you one of mine. I don't like telling people this because you're going to think I'm crazy, but whatever. You're is, crazy. I know I'm crazy. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally acceptable. Like, just don't call me late for dinner. You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late for dinner. Uh, is um, I can smell my private jet. The, I don't even have to be my private jet, but like the time that I lease on one, I can smell it. I, I can, smell the exhaust. I literally, I can. I can feel the stairs underneath my feet as I step into this thing. I can feel the plushness of the carpet. I can, I can feel the temperature that changes from warm to cool inside of this thing. I can tell you, um, just the, the the way it just it feels. The the rails are going to be this this polished either stainless steel or chrome, where the the bolts are turned a certain way and the heads are recessed with a little dome to them and they're Phillips head. Like I can tell you, it's. I know it sounds crazy, but that visualization is so important. And the thing is, I can prove it to you. I visualized Mulchmate, drew it, and by the time it was done, it literally looks like the exact drawing I made day one. Yeah. It literally, I kept that vision in my head. And that's what came out the other end. And it works. So I don't know what else to prove to people. Okay, my size. As a kid, there's nobody in my family over six foot tall. Nobody. No, there isn't. There's not. You you know Your most dad's of just a hair bit taller than me, and I'm a short guy. Right. He's 5'10 or something. And, and growing up as a kid, I remember him telling me about some big guy. We met at, like, TJ Friday's. He's like, that dude's got confidence. He's going to go places. And I remember that guy. I don't know what his name is. He can't remember his name. Don't know where I know him from. But he, my father knew him, and I remember thinking as a kid, I want to be that big dude. I want to be – and I'm almost 6'4". Like, I'm a big guy, and that it, it shouldn't be that way. And I, I truly believe that was because growing up, that's all I thought about was yeah. being big. I wonder if that comes back to, like, having the data and the, the confidence of the data from what you were talking about, you know, a couple podcasts ago. Pop, I wonder if that possibly. guy just had the data and he knows what he's talking about. It, 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 the more data you have, the more confident you can be, the more um, – Clearly, you can speak. Uh, it, it comes down to like, for instance, I just got a text message from my wife, and she said, your first podcast was fire. It was amazing. Love it. And she was complimenting how well you and I go back and forth on this. And none of it's planned. Literally, none of this is planned. This is all We just, have a topic. We have a topic, and yeah. there's that's it. And we just kind of go with it. And I think the reason it goes so well, and like when I shoot videos, and I never script anything, is just because it's in my heart. Well, that and it's, 
it's our daily life. This is how we are to each other. We mm-hmm. want to share that to everyone else, yeah. you know, and make it part of a community. Yeah, and we're just wearing these really goofy-looking headsets. Yeah, it doesn't look good on me. <laughs> no, it doesn't look good on me. I got a big old head. <laughs> Poor people, when they start watching it, and we actually have booms and stuff, and like, man, that guy needs to stay behind the mic. Yeah, really. We got a, we got a radio face, right? Exactly. So it's... Um, Scarface. It's, yeah, I am a Scarface. <laughs> yeah, if you ever look at the side of my face, I got this big old scar. So I don't know if I... Did I tell that story on the other podcast, I think? It was about getting hit with a big old Bandit F-250 uh, XP wood chipper. That thing, that thing cleaned me out good. But um, guys, just to kind of, I'm trying to reel us back in here and get back to, you know, tomorrow. Um, it is it is absolutely crucial that you know you're honest with yourself. Uh, that that guy that sent me the DM earlier, that is that's proof. I remember talking to that guy. Actually, I literally when I messaged him back, I said to him, I said, dude, if you sent me a selfie. I'd actually kind of like it because then I know who the heck I talked to because yeah. I talked to like 10,000 people in Equip out in Kentucky. Um, it, it, God, I was hard on a bunch of people that wanted my true, honest opinion. Cutting out the BS. Yeah. Doing I, it today. I'm not a, I'm not being mean. I'm trying to help. And look, he's going to make, I don't know, extra 50 grand this year from a 10-minute conversation. So what do you think these hour-long podcasts are going to do for people? It's mindset, motivation. It's the it it's the whole nine. It is, and and we're not BSing you. This is this is the real deal. Who we are. Um, I think the proof is in the pudding. The very first year here at Dawson Manufacturing, we did the first very trade show. The number one thing I heard was, oh, "We'll see if you're here next year." Screw you, dude. Yeah, I know exactly who you are. I know exactly who you are, and I haven't seen you since. Where you been, bro? Where you been? Your face is painted in my mind. It is. I know exactly who you are. Your, <laughs> your company starts with a D, and I'm I'm telling you right now, uh, I'd love to see you at the next your trade show. Your company starts with a D. A D, but my D is better than your D. <laughs> <laughs> okay, reel it back in. <laughs> Do it today, not tomorrow. Right. Um, so it, it's it's just you know you got to have that that vision, and it's okay to wear the chips on your shoulders. Like something else that kind of going to tomorrow is, you know, I don't have the greatest, you know childhood the best background and i notice a lot of people they really 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 lean on oh my childhood was bad and my parents are bad dude today right now you can change all that yeah you can be the the, it's a decision like you always tell us it is i so i go around telling everybody here at dawson manufacturing guys i say guys it's it's a decision it's literally i I went out in my shop earlier i'll give you an example and this really irked me so we have a 70 year old guy here and he's, he's amazing. Great guy. Good attitude. Um, can hang with it. Uh, pop, pop. Yeah, pop, pop. Um, his name is George. He's amazing. But I went out there, and he did something I didn't like. He was undoing all these little twisty tie things, and he was throwing them all on the ground. Mm. And I'm like, George, we've been over this. Pick up your cereal. <laughs> Dude, okay, so, so I'll finish this, and I'll get on my cereal thing. I've been harping on the cereal thing here recently, but I'm good about it. It, it drives me crazy. <laughs> so so what I've been harping on here with the guys is I there's, what, 10 trash cans just At in the assembly area? At least on there's, rolly cans. They're all on wheels. wheels. Yeah, they're all on wheels. They all have bags in them. And he's got, like, I don't know, a 1,000 of these twist ties on the floor? Like, oh, my gosh. George, literally all you have to do is think about it for two seconds, go get a trash can, pull it over, and just throw them in the can. Now he's going to have to sit there and sweep them all up and do all this extra work, all because he wouldn't think it through. Yeah. Right? So, okay, so here's my story, cereal story, guys, and then we're going to probably cut this podcast off after the cereal story. So my cereal story, I, I, I harp and harp and harp and harp on my guys about this, is how do you make cereal? We all make cereal the same way. I'm making the name of this podcast cereal. Yeah, Nick's theory on cereal. So... The, the, the cereal thing for me is, how do you make it, right? The first thing you do is you open a cabinet, you pull the bowl out, you set it on the counter, you close the cabinet. You don't leave it open, you close the darn thing. Then you go over and you get the cereal out, you close the cabinet. You go to the fridge, you pull the milk out, you close the cabinet. Now you've got a bowl, a box of cereal, and a gallon of milk sitting there, right? I know this sounds preposterous to you people, but I'm telling you, a lot of you, I bet you, me included, I do it at times, but I really try hard not to, is I try to follow these steps. You pour the cereal in first then you pour the milk in you pour the milk in first you're a psycho no. just like if you sleep on your stomach yeah you see, you're a weird person no but um then you 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 put the cereal in you put your milk in then you put your spoon in and then you take your cereal box and you put it away and you close the cabinet and you put the milk away and you close that you don't just take the cereal and walk away and leave the milk and the cereal box on the counter if you're doing that you need to assess yourself bro because that is why you're not winning um, so that's, I've been do harping on the guys. Do it today. Don't wait until tomorrow. tomorrow. Right. Close the cabinet right now. 
Don't wait till tomorrow and put the milk away because it's going to go bad. Do it now. Don't you don't want chunks of milk floating around in your milk? It'd be terrible. Even though I gave up milk a year ago. No, three years ago. It's like eating cottage cheese. Yeah, yeah. Ex- oh, I like cottage cheese. Do you like I cottage don't. cheese? No, you don't like pineapple either. I found out today. I know. We can't be friends. You're I know. Dead to me. Sorry. <laughs> so, guys, that is our podcast today on tomorrow. Do not wait till tomorrow. Take my advice on this. Just test this for the next six months. And I, At least I guarantee you, it'll become your new normal, and you'll knock more things out. And you're going to go, holy crap. He was right. So, guys, that's it. That's it for the end of our Life in the Fast Lane podcast for today. Make sure you visit us at all of our different social media. Just Google MulchMate, and you're going to find all kinds of different content out there. You can find us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, YouTube. There's a new um, app I'm actually getting ready to launch uh, called Vero, V-E-R-O. Um, it's something I found in a little car community thing I'm into. So <laughs> hopefully that'll be good. I actually think I was one of the first landscape people on TikTok. Really? When I got on there, there was nobody. It was all a bunch of little girls running around. So anyway, guys, go visit us. Go follow us. Um, go on YouTube. Share, share the show. And uh, we appreciate it. Kyle, any final words? No, but I'm getting on your butt about making more YouTube videos. I, dude, you know why I haven't made any? Because they keep deleting. I, they keep getting, <laughs> we're, we're fixing it. I'm sorry. I just my, so my guy. Don't worry. I'm on his butt about it. I, actually, you know, I'm on Amazon right now, Scamazon. and I'm and I'm gonna order a hard drive for my phone because I keep downloading it to Google Drive, and it keeps getting deleted when I delete it out of my phone. So that's very. I'm actually very pissed. About yeah. That. So I'm not waiting till tomorrow, guys. I'm gonna go on Amazon right now and order it. Oh, you started it just because of me. There it is. <laughs> yeah, he got me saying it's Amazon because it's true. It is a scam. Anyway, guys, have an awesome day, and we'll catch you on the next Life in the Fast Lane podcast. See you. Bye. See you.